0: Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources, and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com.
1: Well, welcome again to the Ransomed Heart podcast. This is Craig McConnell, and um, just continuing in a Little series of me reading uh, some of what I hope will be a book. And some of these journal entries that I'll be reading, uh, you can find on our website under my blog, ransomedheart.com. Both John and Craig have a blog, and we invite you to check those out. This is a journal entry from um, recently uh, one of my trips back home to Los Angeles, and I've titled it The Taxi. Lori and I fly into L.A. ostensibly for me to officiate the wedding of one of my daughter's friends. The wedding's on the beach where we live prior to God's calling us to Colorado. (laughs) On the beach. How cool is that? Friday night, the rehearsal on the sand goes well. Yeah, the marine layer moves in a little early, and the onshore breeze is brisk, but hey, it'll be great manana. Note, while I tend over plan for every contingency, I still view myself as an optimist. Now, following the rehearsal dinner fair, I'm caught flat-footed by the affection the two families express towards one another— I feel like a voyeur peeping in on the intimacy of others. I wonder why love surprises me. Am I a cynic? A little backstory. Lately, as a result of reading uh, some of John Stott's commentaries, I've been picturing the Apostle John in extreme old age at Ephesus being carried into the congregation in the arms of his disciples, unable to say anything except, Little children, love one another. At last, wearied that he always spoke the same words, his disciples asked him, Master, why do you always say this? Because, he replied, it is the Lord's command, and if this only is done, it is enough. (sighs) As every broken, disappointing, sinful, foolish, evil, and wacky person in my orbit scrolls across my mind, I find the simplicity of the command to love God and others deeply disrupting and profoundly descriptive of my deepest desire. It is astonishing that in the presence of love, I doubt it, run from it or am startled by it. The nature of these relationships unfolding in heartfelt, tested words of appreciation and gratitude, a slideshow, music, all speaks of the life I want so very much to live. I leave the dinner with a hunger to be the Apostle John, muttering over and over, "Oh, my friends, love one another. It is enough to love, from some deep, true place. It's the man I want to be. Saturday is the wedding, and despite my unfeeling optimism, marine layer blows in in a hurricane category four strength, and so the wedding crowd of one hundred is blown into a tight circle of family and friends. Prior to the bride's entry, the one girl who everyone's eyes were upon was the one wearing the full-length Alaska parka with the fur-lined hood, a contingency I did not consider. We all huddled like penguins on the sand as Claire and Doug's magic moment unfolds. Forsaking all others, I choose you to love and to cherish forever and always, no matter the circumstances. For richer, for poor, better or worse, joy or sorrow, sickness or health, till death do we part, I will be there for you. They are so in love, so good for one another. They are so young. And beneath my pastoral smile is a smug, arrogant posture. Uh, (laughs) Ah, It has taken Lori and me 33 years to reach that level of blissful, raging, agape self-sacrifice. So, with a weekend filled with wedding festivities, all two brief visits with our kids, and a visit to our favorite taco joint, we're ready to face whatever United Airlines throws at us and return to Colorado. The taxi we called for the 11-mile scamper up to LAX rolls up. Cabby bounds out of the Chevy, flicks his cigarette butt in our friend's rose garden, and with a few hand motions and heavily accented, broken English, grunts motions for us to get in. And so we do. Now let me quickly insert that I've survived many a taxi ride in the renowned cities of the world and survived. A taxi ride is a taxi ride. You go to McDonald's for cheap burgers, Home Depot for chainsaws, and taxi rides for near-death experiences, right? So, we peel out of the driveway, taking the first turn on two wheels. We're breaking every speeding law, dodging parked cars, cutting off slow pokes, and alternating between G-force accelerations and crash test braking. And every time we do brake, of course, there's some front-end clanking and a sharp veering to the right. About three blocks into the ride, we can smell some combination of his cologne, hot brakes, and radiator fluid. And somewhere between running a red light and nearly hitting an odd-looking Dodger fan on single-blade skates pushing a refrigerator across a pedestrian zone, I'm getting a little annoyed at my wife. She's got a death grip on the back of his seat. She's hyperventilating, gasping. She's in some kind of a Panic funk, for some reason, giving me the stink eye. She's dressing, a bit overdramatic, and I'm thinking, Hey, pull it together, woman. It's a neat ticket. What do you expect? We get to the airport, and she's not speaking to me. What's with that? So, in true husbands-love-your-wife-as-Christ-loves-the-church fashion, I feign ignorance and compassion, asking... What's wrong with you? To which she responds with stink eye times ten, saying so much more than words spoken convey. I don't want to talk about it. After a calming glass of wine and a long 18 minutes, she begins to cry and with shaking voice share with me how she's never been more terrified for her life and that I totally missed, abandoned, and failed her. And I did. I missed. I abandoned. I failed her. Totally. I could have, should have done something, anything. I did nothing. Little children, love one another. Till death do we part, I will be there for you. I'm a much better lover now. I was 10 years ago, but there's still a little more ground to cover before I'm a finished model of blissful, raging, agape self-sacrifice.
0: Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you loved it. We love getting your feedback as well. If you're enjoying these podcasts and would like to leave us a comment, please visit the iTunes store and do so. And by the way, all of our audio resources are now available for purchase through the iTunes store. You can find our resources and our other podcasts by searching for either Ransomed Heart or John Eldridge on the iTunes store. And to find out more about Ransomed Heart, our podcast, our events, and all of the things that we're offering and doing, come to our website at
1: www.ransomedheart.com.